We are joined right now by Kyle Juszczyk. Kyle, good to have you back. How are you? Jim, I'm doing good, man. Uh, you didn't have to put out my draft year there, 2013. You know, it's kind of dating me right now, but I uh, appreciate you having me on. Bro, I, I feel you. You know, and I thought about it too. I was kind of like, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I ended up on the side of that's a really good thing because you're still playing at a high level and you've been in this thing. In fact, I'm going to follow you right there. I'm going to ask you right off the top, Kyle, 11 years in, you've played the game your entire life. What is it that you love so much about the game and what does it mean to you even now? Man, there's so much. Um, But the biggest thing just about football in general that I love is its ability to bring people together. Um, You know, to come into a locker room, people from all over the world, um, coming from all different circumstances, and we're all working towards a common goal. uh, And we all become, you know, so tight knit, best friends. Um, And what it does for communities as well, you know, like fans banding together, everybody coming together on Sundays, to watch their favorite teams, to root for everyone. And uh, I just think football is just such a, an incredible tool of bringing people together. And that's why I just have so much respect for the game and love for the game. And um, that's why 11 years uh, professionally, I'm still doing it. I was going to say, Kyle, it takes such a phenomenal commitment. You know, the grind, the preparation, the details, everything that goes into it. Have you lost any love of that? Or do you still love every aspect of that too? Uh-oh. Kyle. Are we back? Yeah, yeah, I got you now. Yeah. I, did you hear that question or no? Yeah, did you hear my response? I did not. No, I got you now, though. You're back now. So go ahead and take a well, shot. Hey, at that I'll run it back. Yeah, please. <laughs> Appreciate you. Go ahead. Uh, my love of the game, it really it, it stems from what um, I think football can do to bring people together. Uh, when you're in a locker room, Everyone's coming from different circumstances all over the country, all over the world. And we come together to work towards one common goal. Um, And nothing uh, brings people together more uh, than shared experiences through working together through hard times and trying to work together on one thing um, with each other. And I think for fans as well, everybody's, you know, got their favorite team. And on Sundays, they all come together and and root for their team and. Uh, I just think that football is just the ultimate tool uh, to bring people together. And that's why I just have such a love and a, a respect for just the game in general. I get that. So, Kyle, let me ask you this. You you win the NFC Western title with the win over the Cardinals. That's the first time in Kyle Shanahan's career that he's gone back-to-back with this team as divisional champs. It shows you how hard it is to win in that league. Given that fact, do you stop and celebrate the divisional title? Or does that feel like business as usual and you have much bigger goals in front of you? Um, you know, it's a little bit of both. Like you said, it really is. It is so hard to win in this league and, um, it gets taken for granted, uh, when you've strung, you know, back-to-back seasons together like this. And I remember uh, as a young player, my second year in the league in Baltimore, um, we made it to the second round of the playoffs. We were a really good team. And I was like, man, now, now that we won, like this is going to happen every season. And I didn't get back to the playoffs for another five years. Um, so every season is a new season. And I do think it's important that you take at least just a second to celebrate these victories um, because you work so hard for them and they are so hard to get. I think it's important, you know, in football and in life in general, um, that you got to celebrate these these wins um, because it's not easy to do and you put so much into it. Uh, But for us, 
you know, we celebrated after the game. We got our hats, our T-shirts. We took some pictures. That was awesome. And like truly, genuinely enjoyed that. But you're right. Like we have so much more to accomplish and we're moved on to such bigger things uh, right away. And, you know, we're, we're lucky to be in that situation. Uh, that's not always the case. It, a lot of times it's not to the last game of the season that you get to celebrate like that. So for us to be able to do that and still have three games to go uh, just shows what a strong team and what a awesome position we're in right now. Kyle Juszczyk joining us. Kyle, you and I have both mentioned the Ravens. So let me ask you about Christmas Day, Niners v. Ravens. It does not get much better than that unless maybe you used to play for the Ravens, then maybe it does. I don't know. Does facing them have any added personal significance for you at this stage of your career? Um, Minimal. It, it does a little bit. You know, anytime you get to go against your former team, you know, a team that, um, you know, quite bluntly, they didn't bring me back. Um, so it's always, you know, adds a little bit of extra fuel, but, uh, you know, I've been away from that organization for seven years now that there's really not a lot of people still there from when I was there. I, I honestly, off the top of my head, I can't think of any players. I know there's some coaches, um, but you know, there, there's a little added uh, motivation there, but it, it's, it's nothing crazy. I got you. So when you look at Kyle Shanahan's scheme and play calling, Kyle, obviously it's it's so well-respected around the league for its creativity, for its innovation, but the Niners can line you up and punch you in the mouth and play really physical ball as well. I'm curious, what's it like for you personally to be a part of that offense, and how do you see your responsibilities? Man, I take so much pride in that um, because I think – at the end of the day, like what we hang our hat on is being physical, like as an offense, as a team in general, if you're not physical um, and you play for the San Francisco 49ers, like you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. Like anytime we bring in somebody new, uh, you know, we draft somebody, bring in someone in free agency. And if right away, um, if they're not playing at our standard, like it's so noticeable. And so for me, uh, in my role, like, I, I feel like I need to embrace that because I'm one of the original guys that Kyle um, brought in seven years ago. I was one of those first free agents that's still here. Um, and I feel like I've been able to see that culture be, be built and see exactly you know what Kyle has wanted. Um, and it means so much to me that he's kept me around this entire time because that means that I've fit that standard, that I've fit what he's been looking for. Um, so I go out and try to you know, show these guys uh, exactly what we're, you know, we're trying to do as far as being physical. And then I'm also trying to match um, what my teammates are doing. I mean, you see the way that Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, uh, George Kittle, the way they run the ball, the way they get yards after contact, um, everyone inspires one another. And then the way we, everybody blocks for each other in the run game. Um, it doesn't matter if you're getting the ball, um, you know, 12 times a game, whatever it is, uh, you're going to go block your tail off because you know the other guy's going to do the same thing for you. So it's a really cool thing that we got going here. Right. If you're that talented and you're that unselfish and you're that physical and you're healthy, chances are you're not going to lose very often. In fact, let me put it to you that way, Kyle, because the team is pretty healthy right now, finally. Do you feel like you are the most complete team in the NFL and that your best will beat everybody else's best? Ah, man, you're setting me up for some bulletin board material here, I feel like. But uh, I will say that we're extremely confident in what we have. And we do feel like we have a very complete team. Um, and we're ready to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody on Sundays. And uh, when we're healthy, I, I mean, we've always felt like that was, that was our ceiling. That if we're healthy, we can be the best team in this league. 
And um, right now we feel like we're performing at that level. Uh, but what I'm always cautious of, and it's it's so easy to get labeled as and the best team in this category, the, the best team in this, you know, you look at your ranking and that's all awesome. That's, that's good stuff. Um, but it never guarantees anything. You know, at the end of the day, you still got to play the game. And it doesn't matter if we're the best team in the league and we're playing the worst team in the league. Yeah, we probably have a better chance. Um, odds are in our favor. But at the end of the day, like nothing's 100%. So we still got to go out there and prove it each week. Yeah, right, Kyle. Like any given Sunday is one of the oldest and most played cliches. But now more than ever, I mean, week to week in that league, you never know what's going to happen. So I appreciate what you're saying. You know, I spoke to George Kittle a few weeks back, and I asked him to explain what makes Brock Purdy so unique. And he talked about... Purdy's done this amazing job of building relationships with every single member of the offense and beyond. And then he talked about the command that he has in the huddle. What's your take on what Brock brings to the team, both as a player and as a leader? Yeah, I think George is exactly right in the way he's built relationships with everybody. He's a very personable guy, very easy to talk to, very easy to get along with. Um, but as far as a player, I think it's just been it's his consistency. And I think uh, that comes from his preparation. I, I, it's really impressive to see how he goes through a week and how he prepares for an opponent, just how hard this guy really studies. Um, you know, there, there's not a lot of BS in with Brock, uh, during the week, you know, we'll, we'll do our install and everybody, and we'll break the meeting and everyone's moving on to their next meeting, going to another room. And Brock is always still in his chair for an extra few minutes. Last guy out of the room, still going over his, his play calls, going over his pictures like this guy is just dialed in all week. Um, but I think that's why he's been so consistent this year. And I think that's why he's put up the numbers he has like week in week out. Like Brock has really been the same guy and he's played at that high level every single week. Hmm. So Kyle, one last thought, the modern game of course is so pass oriented that the fullback position or whatever you want to call it at this point might not be as prominent as it used to be, but how much pride do you take in playing a role that hardcore Niner fans have embraced since guys like Tom Rathman were opening up holes back in the day? I take huge pride in that. I mean, that's everything for me. And the fact that, like you said, we're in an age now where um, it's a much more pass-oriented league, um, but I've been able to stick around and you know be a key player in what's arguably the best offense in the league. So um, maybe we're doing things right, you know, keeping a fullback around and and keeping me involved. Uh, so I think that just shows um, what an impact a fullback can still have on this game. All right, so I'm not going to say what year you were drafted, but he was drafted. By the Ravens out of Harvard back in the day. He earned his seventh consecutive Pro Bowl selection, <laughs> and they are on a six-game winning streak. Kyle, great to have you on the show. Really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. That was great. Yeah, always talk good talking to you, Jim.